Okay, okay, okay. You know what it is. It's your boy Street Legals. And this is the Analog Jackson Sessions. It's supposed to be episode four. It might end up being something else. But let's hope it's episode four. Because I ain't going to edit this out. You know what I'm saying? Um, Again, Analog Jackson. Just chronicles of the life. Um, names have been omitted to protect the women involved. Um, I don't give a damn if you figure out who I am. But if you don't, it's still going to be enjoyable story. Um, but yeah, for real, man, we we here. This is what we doing. We lived life. We live in life. We're going to live life. And, you know, we're going to let these motherfuckers fly because we free, we black, and we gifted. There it is. So, you know what I'm saying? Number four, this is the pissy story. So, um, first let me give major love to one of the greatest spots in motherfucking Atlanta, Georgia, period. Republic Social House. Um, I discovered Republic Social House in 2010. Um, I was just, you know, moving around, moving around the city, um, you know, and um, kind of living in Atlanta at the time, looking for different places. You know, to go hang out, you know, get a different vibe, be able to see some different women, you know, kind of get, you know, just maybe, you know, fall into something. And um, found Republic. It's right there in that boulevard area, right there in that bar one area. It was a good jump off spot. Um, a lot of shit happened right there on that little strip, you know, I'm between, between um, Moreland. And, you know, right there between Hank Aaron, well, what turned into Hank Aaron, but the little strip that would go up to the stadium. But right there in that little strip, a lot of shit would happen, you know. You got uh, Daddy D's. You got, um, you know, Six Feet Under right down the sidewalk. You know, Doc Shays was right there. Um, just a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of O's, O-L-D-S in that area too, for real. But that's what's up, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, Republic was my spot and will always be the spot. So, if you never been, you need to go check that shit out. And I know I'm, I'm dragging in on this one, but you know, the Henny in the system feeling good. Late night recording is how we do. But anyway, you know, Republic's not, it's not a boutique place. It's not a five-star place. They got Dirty South Trivia. They have a Taco Tuesday. They got good drinks. They got, you know, uh, they have Mimosa Days, you know. I've been up there and taken my daughter. Me and one of my partners, he took his daughter. We ate good, drank even better. Shit paid for probably four wings. You know, they just was like, Daddy's Day Out, we got y'all. The bartenders got us. 
So we laced them in tips. Gotcha. Here you go. Take that. Appreciate that. We was going to do that anyway. Now we leaving this motherfucker drunk with our daughters. Stupid shit like that. That's why I show them love, man. Republic Social House. Right there on motherfucking Memorial Drive, nigga. Between goddamn Memorial and whatever other street that is, nigga. You know where it's at. Right by six feet under. Right by 10 Liz's, bitch. Check them out. But anyway, so you know regular spot I go kicking. And you know, just watch a game, have some drinks, get some chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? And from an analog Jackson perspective, it's a lot of tales. It's a lot of tales going to take place and jump off from right here. I mean, because it was my spot. It was my go-to. So that's how it go. So, you know, I messed up once and took somebody there. And um, you know what transpired? As a result of Republic, really was the mental end for me of me and her. But it, even though it lasted probably a good few months after that. But, you know, it wasn't no coming back from her transgression. And, you know, I mean, I just thinking about her right now, I still say the first thing I saw when I saw her was her lips. I mean, vividly right now, if I could paint portraits, if I could draw, if I could do pencil drawings, you know, charcoal drawings on canvas, I would draw them lips because that's how memorable they were to me. Um, and it was more about her, but those lips was that thing. She had a smile that matched up with some dimples. And, you know, it's little shit like that. The older I got, the older I get, you know, it's attributes like that about a woman that I appreciate. In a younger life, it was more so body. You know what I'm saying? Still is. Don't fool nobody. I ain't gonna try to fool nobody. Um, but back then, you know, it was about little shit like that so you know that's what it is so anyway um you know i felt like uh our real first conversation that me and her had was about the right things and um the, the conversation was so good i almost decided to just get the hell on um, i don't even remember i can't really remember what when we first went out um but, you know, I think when she found me, I don't, I, this was also another online meeting, somebody I met online, might have been through Match.com or something like that. Um, she said she saw a picture of me on my profile, and for her, that picture kind of became everything, because it, 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 she said it literally, it represented the man she wanted to be with. And, you know, this was the first for me also a uh, nigga made a vision board you know she told me she had me that particular picture she had printed it out and put it on a vision board cause that was what she wanted who she wanted and you know I go back and I think about things like this and I was playing games I was out in that motherfucker having a ball in the streets you know what I'm saying living young man in this shit 
And here's this woman who was younger than me, was putting me on vision boards, um, manifesting what she wanted, and was was doing a pretty good job of having it. Um, but you know, I think we talked about for about a week or so. Then you know, we set up a date. Our first date, we went bowling at a nice little, nice little semi-boutique spot. Um, I think it was up in Lawrenceville. Shopping center up there, around from Medieval Nights. Um, nice little spot. Get you some good drinks. You know we had a good time. You know we bowled, we drank, we chatted it up. You know shit ended up good. So um, what was funny about that situation then is um, I was in between vehicles. Um, I um, had a personal vehicle. And um, had sold it because I had a work vehicle. And I didn't really see the point of having two because I was always in one. But in that time when I sold it, probably about four or five months after that, uh, I had a stupid-ass fucking supervisor. And he decided he was going to follow every rule and put me into this bullshit called a transit connect. And, you know, sometimes if my work day ran late, um, you know, Instead of, you know, going and, and getting another form of transportation, um, you know, I would just drive to connect to a date and shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, because I dress for the occasion most times for a date, you know what I'm saying? I never really wore uniforms. I wasn't with that shit. I, I kind of, I, I dressed to kind of suit myself because I was doing the job anyway. Um, but what I would do is if I drove at the dates, I would park away. Because I ain't want that to be something to be judged by. I knew if they got to know me and see me, you know, it didn't matter what I drove after that. Because, nigga, I'm the truth. No doubt. So, you know, I probably had parked way on the other side of the fucking, you know, shopping center. And walked almost a mile to get there. Because I hated kind of driving that vehicle like I said but anyway I forgot where it transpired you know in the details of the date but it was a good date and so you know we had a few more dates kicked in and then you know I made a visit to her house she made a visit to mine you know she cooked me dinner a few times she was a great cook she was um of African descent I forget if it was Nigerian or Liberian but Nigerian or Liberian but she could cook very well um so who knows you know it was probably less than a week later and one friday night she came through and we had had some drinks we were sitting out on the um you know on the patio had burned through a few jays and you know the brown liquor got to doing what it did and i told her i was gonna go lay down and i had just walked right in because you know the patio was right near my place my door so I went in and you know kind of just laid on the bed and um, she had a few took a few hits of the black and mild and came in and uh, you know I kept hearing her talk about phrases about you know I don't do this what's going on with me you know I don't know what I'm doing and I you know didn't go into you know super creep phase you know, I'm just, hey, baby, I'm just laying down. 
And as I'm laying there, her hands get to working. You know, my pants get to being removed. And, you know, the next thing I know, uh, my dick was in her mouth. You know, and I remember her telling me, she said, you know, that um, she had told me that I, was, I wasn't going to have sex that night. Um, she told me that. She said, but you might get something else. And, you know, um, she did something else. So by the time I actually realized what was going on, I had stopped her. Like a gentleman. I stopped her. Because, um, because I know she, um, I know she didn't really want to do this. She had been adamant about it. But, you know, she was cool. She kept on going. And, um, you know, that was it. So we fell asleep. And, I mean, we instantly fell asleep. So a few nights later, I was at her house. And, um, you know, I'm there. And she had um, invited me into her room. I think we were watching some TV or something like that. I don't know. And she had pulled a condom out of her side drawer and just laid it on the bed. And she asked me, you know what to do with this? And, you know, that right there was just the conclusion of the intro phase. Because, you know, after that, it opened the door to a whole new relationship, which was some good sex. And, I mean, you know, it was... You know, very good sex. But she was different. She had a few stipulations. Like, she was real different. Like, what she wanted me to do is she wanted me to come to her house every night. She had a son. And she was cool with whatever went on. But she wanted me to spend the night with her every night. And, I mean, it wasn't that. That wasn't a real issue for me. But, you know, I did like to go home some nights. You know, there would be some nights where I wanted to entertain other women. And some nights I wanted to make moves and some nights I had to travel for work. But, you know, not being in a relationship, she knowing that she was trying to lock down my market. She was trying to saturate the market. And um, she was smart about it, you know, because she knew by asking me to do that, if I said no, she knew if I was hedging toward being this type of nigga or being that type of nigga. So I never really said yes, but I kind of ended up there, you know, most nights. Um, seven nights out of a week, you know, four four nights out of the week, I probably ended up there. Um, so, um, you know, I had made it over there, like I said, a few nights. And um, some nights I would use long work days as excuses, you know what I'm saying, so I could get out. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, too. It's really important that I had really started contacting her probably early February, but I, I laid off. I was real shallow about the, the conversation and I um, really kind of kicked it into high gear probably the week after Valentine's Day. I told you I was, I'm, I'm a piece of shit, you know, like really I wasn't going to pick it up and, and get myself into having to spend for Valentine's Day. So after Valentine's Day, you know, we got into it, and, and, you know, it kicked up and everything. And um, when we kicked up, we kind of kicked up fast, so we move into March. So, you know, it's the weekend probably of St. Patrick's Day. 
weekend of St. Patrick's Day, and I'm I'm really wanting to kick it. You know what I'm saying? I told her I want to kick it. She wanted them that she liked to kick it, and um, you know, originally we was just gonna kick it around the house. Um, I know, I think it was. Get. There was a holiday in February or something. Some way we had a three-day weekend. Her son stayed with his grandparents, and she stayed with me the entire weekend. Um, basically, she came over Friday. She was there. She came Thursday night. She was there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and all day Monday and went home Monday night, four days. And it was a trip because she would just fuck, cook, and watch Law and & Order. And it was amazing because I never was in the Law & Order. I would leave, have to go do stuff. Sometimes I'd just be getting away just to get away. Uh, I'd come back, she'd be on like two or three episodes down on Law & Order. You know, we'd talk a little bit. You know, sucked the greatest dick. She would suck some dick, um, take a shower, we fuck, um, probably smoke a little bit, drink, and just rinse and repeat. You know what I'm saying? Just rinse and repeat. So, you know, I had been telling her, like, you know, I want to try to kick it for um, St. Patrick's Day weekend. We need to make this happen. Like, let's do something. So she was like, cool, let's do it. I'm with it. So she had her thing planned. Um, you know, I told her, we just going to freestyle it. We hit a pub crawl, do whatever. <clears throat> so, of course, she was down to kick it with me. You know what I'm saying? She was a good kick it companion, and I enjoyed that about her. Um, she had brought us some T-shirts. We had matching green T-shirts. And that particular day, um, that Saturday of, I don't know if that was actually St. Patrick's Day or St. Patrick's Day weekend, but that particular Saturday, um, she cooked a, a dish with shrimp and some heavy gravy, and it was a, it was a, uh, African dish, and it was real good, like, I mean, I ate probably too many servings of it, and, you know, I had told her early in the week, you know, she asked me if I needed anything, if I wanted anything, and I said, nah. I said, hey, get us some Irish whiskey. Let's, let's just go in. We just going to take whiskey to the dome all weekend. That's all we doing, taking it to the dome. So she got some Jameson. And, you know, whatever. She got that. So we hit that, started on that early Saturday. Like, as soon as 12 o'clock hit, I'm gone. I'm boom. I'm going in. And I'm eating these, these shrimp. You know what I'm saying? And I think when I started, I probably had, like, was doing shots. So she had left. And I'm there at the crib. I'm watching, you know, basketball, NBA game or whatever. And, you know, I just decided, shit, man. I heard her come in. I just pound two shots real quick. Boom. So I'm in the bathroom watching the game, and, you know, brown liquor got an effect on a nigga that's unparalleled. Like, it get to working on you. It goes straight below the waist. Boom. And when you know you in the midst of some good pussy, like, it really do something to you. So I'm sitting there, and one of her friends had came over. 
and her friend had came over with her so her friend is in the living room chilling and uh one of her friends went on to you know the living room had a patio that extended to the bedroom so you could kind of see in the bedroom if you wanted to so she's out there smoking a cigar so when the chick my chick came into the um, bedroom you know to see if, if the night plan was still the same you know i've been on that drink for a good part of the day i'm feeling good so you know she had kind of was doing something to her hair and you know she had on these little tight jeans or whatever and this little shirt and when she talked to me she looked back at me she kind of smiled or whatever and you know the nigga already in that mindset so i'm like whatever fuck it so she go in the bathroom so i popped up i followed right behind her and you know i'm following right behind her i kind of pushed her in the bathroom a little bit kind of you know help her get her shirt off and everything and get the pants down and um you know a few kisses on the back panties come off she leaning over the counter and um you know it's her favorite position i just right there on the counter you know brought the ass up started just beating it from the back just hit so you know i'm watching her while i'm fucking her in the mirror and she just biting a little just literally trying to keep her grip on the counter um i'm looking back because i had saw that her friend was kind of moving down toward the room i'm really wanting the friend to see us fucking so she could watch and maybe even come and join in i don't know what their friendship is like i just know she know that it's a grown man and a grown woman in here and if she see it's some grown ass fucking going on maybe she'll come and join in because i'm i'm on that type of time at this point but anyway she didn't i don't even think she saw us it's cool you know what i'm saying um i got one good one in we got in the shower took a good shower i'm ready to go kick it you know what i'm saying i'm like fuck it 